Hello everybody, welcome back to the best podcast you've never heard of. It's one for the weekend. No Flav this week. So Rory's so, here. I'm Before sorry. you all start, because I'm getting the heat as well, Roy. It's not even you anymore. <laughs> you know, Rory's getting it, we'll get into all that. But I, even I'm getting heat for I'm getting heat for booking you on oh, the really? kickoff. Yeah, because it's been it's now known that I'll I'll make the calls. Ultimately it's Brian's choice. Right. Who goes on the kickoff? Now I'm getting, well, well I'm sorry. I'm, people, I'm, I'm, going, I'm, people finding out they're going we're not finding out. They're going, he's only on because he's James's mate. Oh, <laughs> I'm, uh, firstly, I'm sorry to you. Hey, it's and fine. Secondly, it seems to be a lot worse. I'm, I'm also good. sorry to your viewers on this on this wonderful podcast. Mate, Trying mate. to fill Flav's shoes. I mean, this is... It's tough for you. Yeah, mate. very tough. I'll be honest. Um, last week, uh, it was the first week in this new studio. This is the other angle of it. We were pointing that way last time. This week, we were pointing this <laughs> way. No Tanvir, no Flav. So it's going to have a bit of a different vibe, naturally. Okay. Rory, I don't want you to worry about that. I'm not going to worry about that, okay? Okay. But if you can do some of the elements of what Flav did, sort of angry rants, him be the negative to my positive. He also did some sort of thrusting on the I couch saw the, I point. saw the thrusting. I've, there's so a, whenever you're ready. There's an account I follow on Twitter. That Jump on in. To show, showed the thrusting in its glory. Yeah. What do you think of his... Um, I thought he had a great move. I think yeah. his, his missus is clearly a very lucky lady. He's, yeah, he he's, has problems with certain positions, as you guys very know. Pelvic, yeah, great pelvic thrust. Yeah, which is, can be his downfall. <laughs> it can be all of our downfalls, as we know. Uh, lots to talk about. Um, we're going to have a little chat about uh, all of the uh, Chelsea-Rory moments <laughs> that have been happening recently. Uh, we'll talk about Chelsea. We've got a lot of calm takes, which I, I'm, I, I think is good for us to go through, uh, considering... What some consider a hot take. Do you know what a hot take is? Do you I know do. what a calm take is? I do. I've, I've been uh, I've been getting some excellent messages on Twitter since you put the message out that I was on. I've been, okay, I've yeah, been yeah, included yeah. in some of these calm takes. Sweet. And yeah, I like it. Cool. Uh, we'll also talk about Liverpool Chelsea. Big game this weekend. Um, Liverpool won against Porto 2 0, so it's all going quite well for them, but it's going kind of well for Chelsea as well at the moment as well. So we can talk well, as I said, <laughs> we'll talk about that. And we've got some um, Flames advice, but obviously it's, what's it? Jewelry advice. And the return of my new favourite bit, homoerotic, homoerotic pictures. Oh, I've been. Of that's what week. I've been tagged in. There's a lot. Oh, you've been of, tagging a few of those. Yeah, I thought initially I thought it was well, more people just being horrible to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> just but saying. it turns out that it was. Yeah, it, it was turns out that it's actually quite creative. Yeah, it's exactly. a great idea. Yeah. And uh, yeah, which uh, which led to actually the uh, return of footballers wangs as well, which I wasn't after. But we will oh, di- dive into that briefly it's as footballers well. Footballers wangs. It's a it's a tightrope because okay. homoerotic pictures can drift. Two footballers wang, right, which up, is okay. it's early days for the bit. So Who's, I, I you think should create a league table that. of footballers wangs with Paul Skulls at the top. At the top, Paul Skulls at the top. Well, I mean, just for oh, just for that, that picture, that entire oh, right, picture right, right. is just is just brilliant. Peter yeah. Beardsley, there's a great Peter Beardsley. I think there's. I feel like with that bit of, of enjoying a nice homoerotic picture picture of a footballer, I think I feel like there's a zenith. I feel like there's a there's one picture that we're gonna have to go. Yeah. Well, do you know yesterday we'll when away. in in the midst of so my ads on Twitter have been very aggressive of late. <laughs> in the midst of all of those, I've, I clicked on one and it was uh, it was Pele. Completely naked. Oh, that is this. And I thought that was more yeah. trolling for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this bloke, look, yeah, trying I to hate, figure I it out. This What's Chelsea fan so much that I'm just going to send him Pele <laughs> naked. Greatest footballer ever. <laughs> naked. Well, I tell you what, let's let, let's do um, let's do footballers wangs first because he's basically just revealed it. Um, oh, sorry. Pele naked was this week's footballers wang, and it might be kids watching. We have a wide age range of of very old people, <laughs> and and all the way down to 13, 14 year old people who. Probably shouldn't be listening to the podcast, come to think of it. But um, Of course they should. Everything, everything in life is always one up. 
Every, everything that you aim at some, you, you know when things pretend to aim at a particular demographic? Mm. They're not, because everybody, everybody watches one up. Yeah. So like kids who, if the Beano is aimed at eight year olds, it's, it's actually, actually being right. consumed by six year olds. Oh right. If, if a film is out aimed at 12 year olds, 12 year olds aren't gonna watch a film for them, they're gonna watch a film for 15 year olds. Yeah, so whoever true. you're aiming at, you're actually gonna get one above. What was the first film you watched that you were like, I shouldn't be watching this? Because um, one, one was in my who, mind. Did, have you got one? That's Pretty Woman. Right. <laughs> I remember watching that again. Yeah. This is did tearing. you get an erection? Yes. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yes, I did. <laughs> I think if I'm, uh, the reason it was my it was my first erection. Uh, yeah. Sharing that. You, I well. think what my first erection I was I'm watching Pretty Woman was mine was <laughs> Julia Roberts. Do you remember Tinkerbell? Do you remember when she was Tinkerbell? Yeah. And she came oh, flying in. It's oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. What is it? What, uh, just yeah. like, confusing yeah. in a million it's different Julia ways. Roberts. Yeah, it's Julia yeah. Roberts. She's old, but I'm, I'm on board. It's Julia Roberts yeah. as a fairy. And she's flying. Yeah. <laughs> and now what's that? <laughs> <laughs> flying can be arousing. Uh, let us know your first direction, or I don't know what the. Uh, yeah, I don't want to discriminate. I don't know what the same is for a woman. Uh, yeah, that'll do. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, footballers wangs. Then let's do it straight away. I'm, I'm not going to show. You, I'll blur you the patch. But thoughts on that footballers wang of Pele, which has got sent to you? I think what we have to do is take the picture in its entirety. I don't think we can just focus. I mean, uh, you know, it's a pretty, pretty decent wang. <laughs> but I think in, in his whole glory, there's a wonderful bicep tricep going on. He's got a serious set of shoulders. Yeah, l lathered up. He's lathered, yeah. I mean, there's a, he's bordering on an, an Adonis. Yeah, I, I would go down the Adonis route. Uh, I was very impressed myself, if I'm honest. And shoulders. Do you know, I like the bling as well? He's got a little, like, like the necklace that he's got on all the time. And I also found incredible. You know, like, uh, like people are addicted to their phones. There's, you know, you can like things. There's the endless scrolling. And then something catches your eye. That's a bit like the one for the weekend uh, running order. And every time I'm, I'm, sometimes I'm taking comments and I'm putting them in different areas of it. Every time I went past it, I kind of, Slowed down for a second and then carried on. Yeah, again. exactly. Well, as, as you got say, my attention. Yeah, it, so that, well done. Pele, Pele naked will always captivate. Indeed. Uh, reasons to listen. Apart from that impeccable first ten minutes of the podcast, <laughs> um, a couple of reviews. Um, so we've basically said, oh look, we're on iTunes. So go in the description, subscribe to us on iTunes. Even if you don't normally listen to it, it helps us. So just go click on it. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes because that's good for us. Um, here's a couple of reviews. Uh, Dave. <laughs> Dave, you know, normally they have like Dave the whatever yeah. something. This guy's called himself Dave, Dave Smith. Fancy a Chinese, he says. Five stars. Just checking in. I've been in China all week on a work trip and haven't had access to YouTube as it's banned there. Oh, yeah. As a result, I've been seriously lacking in sarcastic, funny football chat. I've just got the last leg from Germany to the UK and I've downloaded this podcast to help pass the time. I'm sure this cracking geo over lads will help turn my journey from horrendous to stupendous in several easy, digestible bits. Oh. Keep up the good work. He's a very good writer. Fan. He is a good writer. Horrendous to stupendous. Yeah, it can nice. be a headline. Very good. Alliteration and rhyming as in the same, same uh, bit. <laughs> Obviously, I can't write very well. <laughs> <laughs> um, Minty Spud. Just checking in, came over from YouTube just to write a review. That's what we're after. Uh, by far the best podcast around. Would give six stars if I could, but you can't. Did you give five? <laughs> um, and then Jake, a bit more. I mean, four stars. Who does that? Who Ooh, does four Jake. stars? Jake, Jake, what's up with you, Who mate? is this cheeky nonconformist? Yeah. What's I don't think he's problem? trying to be clever and cheeky. So, Jake, I'm not even going to say the rest of your name. Yeah, you I'm not even going to read out your thing. Yeah. Right. Leave another one with another star. Yeah. Get the game. Understand the game. 
Um, someone tweeted in as well that apparently sometimes you get to review stuff on YouTube. They give you like, uh, what did you think of this video? And oh god, I can't find really? the name of the guy. I'm so sorry. Oh, it was Gary. I think his name was Gary. Um, but you can write this flag, isn't it? It's flag. Yeah, it was flag. No, it was Gary Library. I think his name was. Right. But look, it says, tell us why. And there's certain things you can click. And uh, okay. for the podcast, he said, heartwarming, enjoyable, life-changing, inspiring, calming, informative, and useful. Calming. Calming. Calming is not that. something that, yeah. I mean, I think all of the other descriptive words are perfect, but I wouldn't have suggested calming. True. Yeah, yeah. I'm not but sure I mean, it's, each, it's, it's great it's that new, you can do it's that It's a new well. setup. It's a new sofa. It's but it is very cosy in here. You know, I feel like kicking off my shoes and just being a little bit more settled. Feel free. Feel I, free. I mean, it could happen. Um, I, if you're going to hammer my trousers, I had one of those moments where I'm trying to run a lot at the moment, and I was certain I left jeans here, and then I got here, and I didn't have jeans here, so it was an option of this or shorts. Which I thought, what if Rory's wearing shorts? There's a yeah. massive chance that you are wearing shorts. <laughs> I'm not going to take that risk. Double, you just a pair of us sitting Imagine here, like schoolboys. Both us, yeah, <laughs> on a couch, <laughs> on a couch, wearing um, short shorts. They're, they're atrocious, James. Yeah, they're horrific. They're really bad. I know, they've got a hole there. I, I can only apologise. They're also enormous. I know. <laughs> Whose are they? <laughs> do you find them? I actually, do what this, that's... That shows how bad they are. I don't know where I got these. They're not yours. <laughs> Maybe they're not. Enormous. Um, so yeah, I can I mean, only apologise. Don't be wrong. You're that. wearing them well. Thanks, mate. Th at least and baggies in. It's very crisscross. Yeah, <laughs> it is on its way back. So thank it God for good. that. Um, so final thing, uh, just checking in. Make sure you check in uh, this week. Make sure you like the video. Make sure you subscribe to Ball Street. Um, Joker. He wrote, "Schau nur rein." Probably said it wrong. Greetings from Germany. And I translated that into just look in, which essentially I, mean, I think means just checking in. So if you want to check in in different languages, go, go for it. it. Yeah, yeah, in international vibes. Exactly. How do you say one for the How do you say one for the weekend in different languages? Eins, das, und pour le weekend. I don't know what weekend is, uh, but yeah, let's get some new languages involved. Uh, right, calm takes, lots of calm takes, and. Um, and we're about to dive into the Chelsea stuff as well, but let's start Oof. elsewhere first. Um, as someone who's experienced with a hot take, people were having a go last week at my calm takes, saying that they weren't calm takes, because the idea is that it should be a, a calmer view on some on a hot take. And what was that yours? That makes sense. I, I lost my way a bit, to be honest. The bit that Flav's been saying, like, for the last three weeks, I've kind of... I'm just saying outrageous things and going calm takes at the end of it. Oh, right. I don't really care, if I'm honest. Jamson Julian said, calm take. Your calm takes aren't as calm as they could be. Calm take. Fair enough. Rick Baum says, yes, Jimbo has to improve his calm take game. Those were all fairly warm takes at the very least. Um, so I will try, um, but okay. calm take. Fuck you. <laughs> all right? Uh, right, let's get into it. Some football chat. Uh, Charlie James. His calm take is that Wolves uh, aren't that impressive this season. He's saying, there, there I said it. Sure, they've done well, but it's expected when they've spent around 100 million and can buy any Portuguese player they please, bar one, Ronaldo. Uh, Watford is actually a much more impressive uh, achievement with a limited budget. I think this comes off the back of what I was saying last week about how if a Super League happened, the European Super mm. League happened and those top teams went, I was saying that would be a great thing because you'd have a team like Wolves winning the league, the championship, then going on and winning the Premier League as well. You wouldn't be supportive of a Super League, would you? No, I would be totally supportive for a no. Super League. Go away. Go. Off you go. No. Off you go. James. Off you go. That, why, why would you? Well, I guess you're, I, you want to be in it because you're, you're the big fry. No. I, 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 do you know what, do you know what we're... And this is going to touch on to what we're coming on to later. I think it's because I'm a bit of a Calvinist. I'm like, 
are like very pure. I don't know what that means. Calvinist in terms of like you know the the, the, like the strictest Puritan right. re- religious of the I'm, game of of the game. Right. Yeah. So the thought of the thought of ripping up years of history in order to just uh, go into a super league. Well, it, and who profits from that? It's all about you know. But I think so. My opinion is is that we're suffering right now. I think this league is a bit of a mess. In my opinion, as a fan of a, a team that was in the Premier League, was a lo- is a long way away from it now, and is a similar size, has similar ambitions to a lot of those teams. Um, like, there's no. What can you really dream of? Like, even even a Watford. You took to see Troy Deeney after the incredible win that FA Cup semi final mm. win, and they go, and then they they're moving on to the Man City thing, and Troy Deeney's kind of gonna, he's kind of saying. Oh, let's you know. Let's not talk about that now. And you could kind of see the defeat in well, his eyes already because it's so far away. I think that the top six are so detached from the from the others that it's for you guys. It's it's exciting, and it's still thank God there are six teams, and it is still mm. exciting in that point. And you you know Everton could go and do something great in the next few years. Wolves have got a lot of money. Even teams like Fulham have had an absolute nightmare. If it could have gone differently, mm. and they could have a more exciting future but I just feel like there's such a gulf between those two that if you actually it's only going to get bigger because you're only going to get more money the rest are only going to be left behind more and more and and then you get to a point where then I think you ultimately it's inevitable that there'll be a European Super League and you'll go and then I actually don't think it'll be as bad as people think because when as a fan of a team in the championship championship's really good fun because everyone's got a chance do you not just dislike the idea of it for History, yeah, I, I I do. I think it's a shame. Mm. I think it's a shame, but I think the 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 people in power don't care, and aren't. You have to make a drastic change, and one that's going to affect the amount of money that these top clubs get for for you to get a better sport. And it's mm. it's not. I, I, I can appreciate. It's very. It must be very difficult. Uphill. Yeah, it must be very mean? difficult to support a team whose ambition is to finish. The dream is to finish 10th and the nightmare is to finish 14th. Like, you know the teams that are never going to go down but equally going to struggle to break into mm. the top half. It must be a very, it must be a slog. A season must be a slog. Well, yeah, look, I mean, look at, look at Stoke. Stoke are in the championship and struggling and they're, they kind of, they were so bored with finishing ninth mm. that they kind of went, they didn't realise what they had. And now I talk to my best mate. He's, a, he's got a season ticket at Stoke, and he goes, he goes, oh, I miss, you know, I miss it being in the Premier League. Yeah. And I think, I mean, what? It's not that great. It, I think you were right initially. Yeah. It's not that great just going for night. Well, no, do, do you know what he must miss because they've had such a bad season? He must just miss winning. Like you know, you know when Newcastle go down, they go down, and it's a bit of a spa break, isn't it, to the Championship? Yeah. Newcastle, Newcastle, and that's what he was down, expecting this season. They win loads of games. The fans are all loving it. Yeah. There's new songs going, and they 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 remember what it's like to see your team winning again. And then they come up and they try and bounce on from there. Yeah, I think that's perhaps had it gone that way for Stoke, maybe. Yeah, and that's why he's gutted as well. Yeah. they they're they're mid table, but just in another yeah. league now. And and I remember Elliot saying to me, he went. Get your money on. Get your money on Stoke. Our squads. It's like he said. It's like printing money. What? Get them back up. Yeah, he said guaranteed <laughs> with that squad. But the reason it's not guaranteed is because of how the championship is. It's hard because it's hard. relentless. There's so yeah. many games and it's there's so, so many. It's always a shock in the championship as well. There's always a team like nobody. Nobody expect. 
United. Norwich. Like, yeah, well, Sheffield United as well. Like, yeah. I didn't expect them to be... I mean, look, don't get me wrong, somebody else, I'm sure, did. But I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, well, no, like, if you look at the money yeah. aspect of it, you know, West Brom, um, West Brom has sort of not had I it their own Borough, way. I thought Borough were going to be right up there. And they're Borough not even, spent they're so not much even, money. Well, they're not even in the playoffs. No, not at the moment. Not at the moment. The, you know... The squads in there and the, the Premier League players that are there as well. That's the kind of the drip down effect now that, mm. that you're seeing the same in the Championship now, where there's a f- there's most of the teams have got a decent amount of money, but you're actually getting to the point where um, there's going to be a few others that are just never going to be able to kind of yeah, stay yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's the then you look at League One. League One's mad league this season. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, for me, so Kennedy actually uh, Kennedy Camus. Said this, I do see what you mean, James, about how the top six teams will uh, leaving will make the league more interesting. But I still think it's very naive of you to think it will all over all of a sudden make it a lot better for competition and be an equal fight for all. Because I it would I would bet a lot of money on straight after the top six teams left, there would just be another group of teams that will come to replace them. Yeah, and he's they right. Just be, I think he's absolutely. Right. He's right. And so that, but absolutely right there, okay? But the point is, that's the point is, if you let those six go, you then have the rest of the teams who are on a slightly equal footing and they can look at the history of the last Premier League, as it would be by that point, and go, right, we need to create a wage cap we need to be mm. there's only a certain amount of money that you can spend each year and actually mean it this time and then you'll have a product like the NFL but what are you winning where you can you're winning the premier league w- without manchester united and manchester city i think look there'll be two years is it, it is it even a prize it still matters mate you know it, it, regardless of regardless of what league you're in you know i've been a qpr fan in division 2 in the championship and the premier league mm. the game itself it doesn't matter you want to win it but you know when the people win a trophy like when people talk about major honours they're yeah. talking about the two domestic cups european competition and the premier league if the premier league didn't have the teams that would obviously leave mm. it, i don't think that the premier league then becomes a major trophy i think it becomes like winning the championship i think you can maybe to a point i think you can call it whatever you want and if you need that if the, if the Six teams that go off the Europa Super League need to belittle it, then fill your boots. But the people that are involved in it, it's still a league, it's still a competition, it's still sport mm, maybe. on, on a, a more a level playing field. But like you know, the the playoffs, it doesn't matter that it's you don't go. I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve a certain amount of joy for this because it's not I haven't won the Premier League yet. No, but it's no not gives his, a shit. But it's not historic. Don't get me wrong. When Bobby Zamora scored for you, I'm sure. Like, I think it becomes a story though. That was the best day they've ever had. Of course, you know, yeah. day at Wembley, winning. Of course, but it's not in your trophy cabinet. It's it is in your, but it, it's a trophy that goes in your cabinet. It's an achievement that you've done. I don't think. I think you. I think people miss the point often about about the, the level of the of the trophies. Who Mate, gives we could a shit? Do, we could do an entire chat on this. My only concern is that you don't want to completely undermine domestic football. And you know when you talk about Rangers, s- Rangers and Celtic coming to the <laughs> Premier League, <laughs> in the in the past, the reason why I think that would be a terrible thing is because what happens to the Scottish League, which is already in trouble. I I so, want I'd love to hear from Scottish fans. Um, Rui Goodwin, uh, Mark Ferguson, the boy, both um, Scottish football fans. Let me know in the comments um, how you would feel about that. Um, I think both of those guys are Celtic but it's, fans. But so if they're Celtic fans, they could. It, it, it's not like they're a Hearts fan. It's, or, yeah, exactly. It's how does a Kilmarnock fan feel about yeah, it? Yeah, I so. think I, I think they would be excited by it because really, it's life's about 
achieving. Mm. And okay, it's it's not what it was before, but yeah. your ceiling changes. The ceiling goes from uh, goes from oh, oh we broke into the top six to we went and won the league. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I think essentially, yeah. I've, I reckon I'd be I'd be interested to see what people think. Uh, let's keep the calm takes going. Um, quick one, uh, mucho crucial calm take. Oli took over United in the middle of our worst season since 1990. Uh, minus one goal difference, one clean sheet, which was 19th in the league, only above Fulham. Even though Jones Jose's philosophy was defend with 10 men and hoof it to Lukaku. 11 points off top four and 14 off Tottenham in third. We took third play. He's waffling, but basically he's saying that um, he's done brilliantly. I think he's done fantastic considering um, Is that he was expected take? to That's fail from the start. Sounds like there's a, that doesn't sound too calm. Not a calm take, he's claiming it's not a calm take. I think ah. he might be right in that sense. It's I not th- a calm take. I think what he's saying, I think it's because Flav <laughs> last week went, you know, the story's changed now, hasn't he? He's got the job, so it's like, right, let's bring him down then. Yeah, <laughs> here yeah, he comes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, do you know what I was thinking about um, Solskjaer and Man United? Because I remember chatting to all you guys on the kickoff, and we were talking about who will finish where in terms of those Champions League places. And I remember you going, well, it's, well Man United will get it Yeah, battle. I thought that. Because they were on fire at the time. Yeah, yeah I thought that early. I said yeah. that in January. I thought they, they would be United. I wonder in hindsight, that chunk of time where there's no Champions League football, um, it was just, it was really, really a perfect period of games for him to just focus on those things. Yeah. And, and get do, you, do you know? Do you know what? Where it changed for me. So I thought that I thought you know they hadn't played anybody and all that. But do you know where I suddenly thought, oh my god, is he special? That Paris result. That was a moment where I kind of went, oh my god, mm. like that had never happened before, had it? Nobody had ever, un- nobody had ever overturned a two 0 defeat at home away yeah. at that stage yeah, of the competition. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, when you you know you're making history and you've been in the job for ten games. At Paris Saint Germain as well, and I know with the team like, they had as with well. With the team they had, I mean, yeah, that was the, that was the, the the tipping point for me, and that was where I kind of went, yeah, they've got to give it to Solskjaer. I don't think they had to do it then, mm. but uh, that result, I, and also I'm not sure that people have have given that result, like the magnificence of that result, the time that it deserves. I've been to Paris to see Chelsea play. I've been there three times. We played them three years in a row, and we've never won there. Mm. You know, we've we've I've seen us I've seen us draw, which felt like a win, but you know I haven't seen. They're probably win. better now than they were then. Exactly, exactly. I mean, yeah. it's a very very impressive result, but you know, I don't know why they had to give it to him. I don't know why they didn't just wait till the end of the season. Everyone said that. I always come back to the, the idea that they wanted to get their ducks in a row for the for the transfers. Oh, yeah, but then but someone said to me, like, you could have said that quietly and you could have also said it to whoever you're talking to. You but the, the other thing is, what difference, what difference would it have made? In, so, so you say, I mean, literally the final day of the season. Final day, you weigh it up and you say yes or no. If you say yes, literally then. You know, nothing... Yeah, you can't sign He can't be focusing on... He, like, Solskjaer now has a lot on his plate. He can't be focusing on what happens during the summer now. Mm. So you haven't really given him a head start because... He's currently focusing, you know, he's got, he's pretty busy, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, some people could go, I mean, who cares in terms of giving him a job or not? Because if he's the guy, he's the guy. No, but if he's not the guy, if he's a guy, he's the guy, great, give it to him. If he, The problem isn't if he is the guy, the problem is if he's not. <laughs> not the guy. Yeah. But at what point do you find that well, out? Well, you might find out if they don't make the Champions League and get whooped 4-0 on aggregate by Barcelona. But uh, would that be a shock? Well, if they don't make the Champions League, can, look, when he took over, if they didn't make it, it wasn't an issue, but... The, the situation that they brilliantly got themselves into now, mm. they should be they should be making it. 
I don't know, but yeah, but it, that shows that that you know those top four teams. I could, we're going to get onto that in depth in a sec. Is that you know you guys like for all the turmoil, you're third. Well, do you know it really changed for us, didn't it? We got we th- we there was daylight robbery in Cardiff, and we've never looked back. Mm. And those those moments, they're season defining. Yeah, and it it does feel like you know we massively got out of jail there. Um, it could confine Warnock to relegation. I think it probably saved Sari's job. Yeah, Warnock's got a huge game this weekend. Uh, they're playing Burnley, who are the team above them. They got 28 points in Burnley. Burnley are weird, aren't they? Yeah. Well, sorry, Burnley got a win, didn't they, in the last yeah, they game? Got a, so that's going to happen. Win. So they need to yeah. kind of drag them back in. It's Brighton. They're the, um, yes. they're the team that they're, their running is absolutely it's horrible. It's funny, isn't it? There's only one space available for relegation left. Yeah. But there's loads of teams who are kind of going, like even Newcastle? Newcastle aren't going to go down, don't get me wrong. 35 points, they're on. But they could go down. They're not going to, but they could. They're on, uh, they play 33 games. Brighton, 31 games are on 33 points. But obviously, you know, when you're down that end of the table, you you actually don't want, yeah, the game. You don't want games, you want points on the table. Yeah, exactly. Southampton, 33 points, which is interesting because a lot of people saying they've kind of, they've got a lot better, but they're still not out of it. And yeah, Cardiff, who've got Burnley this, uh, this week, massive, massive game for them. Cardiff's games are quite tricky as well. Yeah. Um, let's have just a quick look. Oh, yeah, they got Burnley, then Brighton, the oh. next two games. Well, do you know what? They could look at that. Really. You say tricky, they should look at that as a real opportunity. It's a great fix just to have rather than bad ones. Do you know what, actually? Yeah, so they're running Burnley away, and then uh, Burnley away, then Brighton away, then Liverpool at home. This is what uh, kills it for them, I think, is that, actually, no, it's not too bad. Burnley, Brighton, then Liverpool, then Fulham away, then uh, Palace at home, then Man United away. So you could get they, three, six, they, nine, nine, nine. Yeah. Say ten. Say they nick a draw somewhere as well. And then they're on. So then they're on thirty-nine points. So they, they could still that's go down. The, they could still go down, but that's generally a number where you're. Yeah, own, you'd be okay. You're cl- It's very close. If they take if they take ten points between now and the end of the season, they would be so gutted, gutted to yeah. go down. Yeah. True. Very true. Uh, Southampton's games are a lot easier. It's Brighton's games that are absolutely yeah, horrible. Awful. They've got. Uh, who's they got? So they've got Cardiff in. Oh no, sorry, sorry. They've got actually Bournemouth, <laughs> Bournemouth, Cardiff, and then Wolves. But Wolves away. They've been good. Uh, Wolves have been good at home. Then Spurs, Newcastle, then Arsenal, then Man City. Yes. So I if mean, it gets to those last two games, it's well, if they haven't taken, if they haven't taken six points by the time their fixtures turn. They're down. Mm. Yeah. Because they take nothing for the last three games. Uh, finally, before we get into all the Chelsea chat, here we go, quickly. Team of the decade. Now, fuck me, Tanvir. We'll see if you're watching this, what a mess of a man you are. Uh, just quickly look at, so last week, so we're doing team of the decade, right? We're on right backs, going through them, we run through the names. First of all, we didn't put the poll card up. Second of all, we put the poll card up. And these are the nominees. Zabaleta, Seamus. Is he thinking Coleman? No, Coleman's the next nominee. Oh, so he's gone Seamus, then Walker. Cole. <laughs> so, what's this? Where's that show? gone out? On the bullshit? That's gone on the bullshit. So I can only apologise for that. So Is that Tanvir? Yeah. He, he's coasting, man. You've got to have words. Yeah, he is. He's, he's got to pull him in here. He is coasting. We'll have a word with him next week. So uh, Seamus only got 4%. Coleman got 16%. <laughs> he's like, he's in football media. Seamus. Who? <laughs> no, and then there's this other geezer. Coleman. Coleman. Yeah. Kingsley? And didn't put Aspilicuero, I asked him to put in. Didn't put Ivanovic, you asked him to put in. <laughs> Zabalek uh, got 37% and Walker got 40%. That's so Walker so made it into our team that of the is decade. so good. Seamus, Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dreadful. 
Oh. And then he didn't even put the. Um, we were trying to do our nominees for player of the player of the season, and we we're trying to finish off the last three. He didn't put it up. He's 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 wanted to go home. He's got a date. Like when he was editing this, he obviously had a date or something. Yeah, always just Instagram, Instagram, yeah, yeah, just yeah, keeping yeah, up yeah. on the DMs. Every time I look at his phone, there's just like one of the on his WhatsApp. One of them is just a row of hearts. Oh really? And he's talking to someone. Yeah. Uh, so team of the decade, we move on to left backs. So I went through the uh, play, uh, PFA team of the year for mm. each one, and there's no each debate year. On left back though, is there? Wow. Can't be. I think you've I mean, got a horse is, in this race, haven't th- you? There is just an answer to left back. So I think there's there's two that got it two years on the trot. Um, Leighton Baines was oh one. God. Um, I don't think Ashley Cole won it two years on the trot in this decade. Right. Uh, Evra won it once, right at the start of the decade. Luke Shaw oh at God. Southampton got left back uh, one year. Ryan Bertrand got it for Southampton as well. And Danny Rose won it twice. And Alonso has won it once as well. Right. So, out of those guys... I mean, the answer is Ashley Cole, isn't it? Is it, though? Yes, James. Is it, though? Put your Chelsea bias aside and just acknowledge that Ashley Cole is the greatest left-back the Football League has ever seen. Maybe. (laughs) Uh, Maybe, but what I would say, you've got to remember, you've got to do your work here, guys. Look at what they've done in that decade. Okay. When did you win the Champions League? 2012. Okay, so he was part of that. Did he leave the season after or was he there a couple of seasons no, after? No, he, he was definitely there a couple of seasons after. Okay, so he's got about four years of that decade. Baines has been there throughout, struggled in the last two maybe. We're only in 2019. So you've got to think... There's, there's not another year in this no, decade. But in two, <laughs> no, but in 2019, we're only in 2019. Yeah. In 2010, so within this decade, yeah. Ashley Cole won the double. Mm-hmm. I think Ashley Cole might have won it twice actually as well, to be fair. So he's in there as well. Danny Rose has won it twice. I don't care. <laughs> and I don't think... Can, uh, uh, do trophies matter in this? This is a positional thing. Well, if you're, if you're winning trophies... I know that's your go-to thing, is trophies. Trophy, yeah. Take I away mean, trophies. I mean, look, the other side, I was, I'm glad that we didn't have the debate because I was going to fight tooth and nail for Branislav Ivanovic. But I would concede that there is a debate to be had. Well, this side, yeah. I just think it's Cole. I just... I think even the most ardent Manchester United fan who's in love with Patrice Evra will still say Cole. Yeah, yeah I think... It's Baines, no, Baines no. Cole or Rose. I'm doing nominees. Right. Alonso won it last no, no, no. year, but I mean he's had no, he's no, struggling he's had this year. Season, okay, yeah. right, right. So uh, let us know. We'll actually put a poll card because I'm editing it this week, and uh, God, imagine <laughs> if I don't. And I'll put the right names yeah, in. Pressures on and, now, uh, James. You can, you can. Uh, Tanvi's going to be all over this if you if you don't put it in right. Just put Ashley Willie, and then Willie be all over this. Fucking hell. His head's not in the game. Uh, right, here we go. Liverpool versus Chelsea this weekend uh, for Liverpool. They've really come through quite a sticky patch. And I think there's nothing better than winning games late because it creates such a strong belief and actually a calmness when you get to the, the latter stages of a game when you're not winning, which could happen a good few more times when it comes to Liverpool. So I think a few weeks ago, I was just looking at Liverpool and going... Mm. Yeah, I agree. Now, because of the Fulham game, the Spurs game, I think there's another one where they've come back late. Um, I, I really, I think they, they seem really, really strong. Southampton, that's it, last 10 minutes. Um, but let's go through it now then. Um, first of all, can't take from James Reid. This whole narrative about Liverpool fans being insufferable if slash when they win the league is complete nonsense. 
Opposition fans exaggerate the extent to which Liverpool fans will most likely react. And this is all part of the narrative about Liverpool fans saying this year is our year. Have you ever met a Liverpool fan who has ever said that? Yet apparently it's something they always say. Moreover, if Liverpool win the league, they are more than welcome to celebrate a bit more than a fan of Man United, City, Chelsea, etc. Uh, as it will have been 29 years since their last. Flav would be the same as Spurs and to use the excuse that Liverpool fans are insufferable to favour Man City, who are everything, everything that is wrong with football, is just <laughs> silly. Well, there's a hot take. That last sentence was a hot take. Yeah, yeah. Everything that's wrong so with football, Man City. Dialed out, didn't you? Yeah. Put the hob on yeah. the last little bit there. Uh, thoughts on that, Rory? Um, I think he makes quite a good point, actually. I don't think I don't think that you can ever over-celebrate. I find it, I find it very weird when people... I, I can actually remember going to Old Trafford, um, and I think this little example will tell the story. We went to Old Trafford, and we've gone 1-0 up, and for whatever reason, the game didn't mean much. Whenever it was being played, it wasn't too... It didn't mean a lot. And... The United fans was, were giving us grief, sort of going, look, over, how can you celebrate like that? A goal that means, like, mate, you can't, you can't over-celebrate. Yeah, you genuinely, if you see your team score, win a trophy, like, if Chelsea win the League Cup and we're at Wembley, I will go crazy. I love, I love it. Of course. So, to watch your team win the Premier League, having gone, you know, been one, uh, having at one point been the most successful club in the, in the country, to then go 29 years without the title, it, there's nothing they could do. I mean, if they're running around the streets in Liverpool naked at four in the morning, Fair they're not over-celebrating. Yeah, yeah. They're still underplaying it because you can't over-celebrate something of that magnitude. Just to go back a tiny bit for a second, that's, my, that's kind of my point of view when it comes to this, this European Super League and if people left, is it's still, it, you, you'd still end up celebrating. You'd still end up over-celebrating because it's about victory. Yeah, yeah I'm, sure, I'm sure you would. And, th- and also, you can't... Uh, uh, the, the concept of, of over-celebrating... Your, even even on a small scale, if your if your team score a goal, and you go mad and fall four seats in front of you, that's what you're meant to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I think I I think the the problem that from from other fans that you can see is it's the one one upmanship of of football fandom that is, seems to be such a big part of it all now. Unfortunately, mm. uh, well, in my opinion, um, I think that's the problem. Is that you know, that's a thing, that's a really great part of the, God, how many of those debates have you had with people, and we've had to do it on, for videos where who's the greatest of whatever, mm. and that's always the great thing with Liverpool, and it's a great thing. That's what, If Spurs went on this similar run, you swap Liverpool out, put Spurs in, people would be losing their shit as well, yeah, because it's such a huge thing. Of course. That people have got, that Chelsea fans, Man City fans, Man United fans have got over. But there's a level, that, that is a level of sneering that I can't get on board with. Like, don't get me wrong, I like to sneer particularly about Tottenham. But I would never say Tottenham... Yeah, hey, what was your Instagram Tot- post? Yeah. <laughs> Man City. Yeah, I had the, I had the Gallagher, Gallagher brothers. brothers. Yeah, of course I like to have a pop at Tottenham. They're, they're a huge yeah, rival. They're fine. our biggest rival. But yesterday, when they beat Man City, it would be mad for me to go, Flav, you've celebrated too much. It's only half-time, yeah, yeah, yeah. mate. It's only half-time. can't, yeah. So, yeah, elements of calm, but you're overheated at the end. Uh, right, let's do it, mate. Um, so, uh, for those of you who don't know the context, um, <laughs> God, well, God, you give us it. You know it better than I do. Okay, so, well, I've, I recently was on an episode of Kickoff alongside James Walker. Oh, I wasn't on the first one. I watched it and, from far, actually. Although it was this one. This, oh, is, right. this is the one. Oh, right. So, what, last week? The, yeah, the one that we were on together. Mm-hmm. That's when. And as a result of a comment that I said, things have gone crazy. So, this was about... 
Sorry. Rory is obviously a Chelsea fan. Um, and, well, two things. Well, one was about the Chelsea man thing. Yeah. About sorry, uh, sorry isn't a Chelsea man and therefore shouldn't, um, shouldn't keep the job regardless of what Chelsea achieve this season. Yes. Unfortunately for you, they then go third <laughs> on the Monday. But, the, but I mean, I did say, I did say, irrespective of how the season pans out, I still don't think he's the right man for the job. And so, can you understand why people are getting angry at you about uh, that? Not really. Right. I mean, it's it's my opinion. I don't think that Sari is the right man for the job. Mm-hmm. I, I think you can certainly disagree with me, but I think it's slightly harsh to wish terminal illness on me or my 11-week-old so daughter. Getting, yeah, it's really wow. bad, mate. I mean, it's it's really bad. So, I, so and, and so let's, uh, what I want to kind of break down is the, the anger of these people because what I'm a little bit, so what, I, what I'm a bit confused by is, is the, the energy that people have to get that angry about something. And, and not the ability to just go leave it. Well, that's exactly it. Why? Why not just? This is if I don't. So I think Arsenal fan TV. It doesn't talk to me. It doesn't. It's not something that I particularly like. Mm. So I don't watch it. I just don't watch it. Just don't follow it on Twitter and don't watch it. It doesn't exist in my life. If you're not interested in my opinion, just don't watch me. Well, that's so that's that's what's been strangely labelled at at you. Um, and I think it, it gets labelled at Arsenal Fan TV as as well, is that you're representing Chelsea Football Club. What I find strange and slightly different about the two is that, uh, is that say, with Arsenal Fan TV, and even though actually it's not really fair at Arsenal Fan TV actually at all, because they do, you know, you do have different opinions. You're offering yeah. up different opinions. There are these same characters that seem to get the views and... Like anything in life, often it is the it's the the negative in in that scenario that seems to get the the attention because other people think it's unfair. But you, you do have other people who who have a different point of view, and the Wenger situation is a bit different. But what I find a bit strange about this with you on the kickoff is that people have just decided that you're you're the representative for for Chelsea, and I think what you've probably done slightly wrong, in my opinion, is you haven't. I think it all gets calmed down a bit if you just go, look, guys, it's just, just my opinion. But I'm I mean, not that's, taking all, but that's, always, that's always been the case. I'm not an employee of Chelsea yeah. Football Club. I'm not a representative of Chelsea Football Club. Mm. I'm, I'm I, just a bloke called I, Rory yeah. from Kilburn who supports Chelsea. I don't think and I'm on the show because of my friendships. And I'm not yeah. on to be, I'm on to talk about Chelsea because I'm a fan, but I'm not on to represent Chelsea yeah? mm. but because nobody could. Because there's people who are sorry out, there's sorry in. There's a, you know, no no one person mm. is going to embody the entire Chelsea supports opinions. It's yeah. impossible. Well, and it, it, it's a choice that you make as well. That do you kind of are you careful or are are you not? Or what angle do you want to be with it? And and whatever angle you want, you choose to take. That's down to you, isn't it? And and what I, I find strange is is just how angry everyone else has has kind of got got from it. And and then the other thing is that the sorry element of it, and that you. What I don't understand, if I'm honest, is I don't understand how his results aren't important in this discussion. It feels like the discussion over the last few weeks has been about who he is as a person and what he did at what he's done before the Chelsea job. I feel like we're missing the point in terms of concentrating on what Sari's done, which well, if you is, break it down, calmly, thing, isn't it? This is this is that point, which yeah. again a lot of people got very animated about. 
which was when I said he's not a Chelsea man. Yeah, and you didn't really explain. I didn't feel like yeah, you really explained that, that's it. That's fair. I didn't. But I think I think that you can you can be a Chelsea like you can represent. So for for example, John Terry is a Chelsea man, and everybody will understand exactly what that means. Mauricio Sarri, the reason I don't think he is, mm. is because I don't think he's done anything to ingratiate himself into the culture of the club. I don't think he's done anything to embrace the culture of the support. Mm. Um, a Chelsea man, like this is off the top of my head, but a Chelsea man would have watched Callum Hudson-Odoi make his England debut. You know, that's it. Uh, and that's where, that's where I think we've, it's been a shame that you haven't been able to get these points across. Because, and that's what I mean. It's about what's he done at Chelsea. You know, for for me, with even Steve McLaren, who I, God, I didn't want him. Everyone knows I didn't want him as our manager. But once it's done, you go, okay, right, what's he doing this season? And yeah. there were periods in the season where you were like, wow, you know, we seem organised. Yeah. He seems to but be getting I mean, the best out but of it. I team. mean, there's loads of examples like that. But the reason that we didn't really drill down into those is because when I'm a guest on the kickoff alongside you, it's a fun chat. It isn't, yeah. it isn't a foot. We, we don't drill down into the mechanics of football. We eat hamburgers and talk about Brian being impersonated by somebody in Newcastle who sells vapes. <laughs> That's what we do on that show, which yeah. is why I love doing it so much yeah. and why we have such a laugh. Mm. But well, I think we I, did, I think we do both. I think oh, there's no, moments. Of, co- of course, of course. But what I think there's a road that we missed and we probably should have gone down. So let's go down it a little bit now because that is the thing that I I get it because you do have to as a manager you are the figurehead of the club and you have to bring you have to bring the fans along on the journey. And you have to make your club feel special because the fans Believe think that, that club is special. Yeah, exactly. And so that's the thing with Sari where I would I could understand and and the oh God, the Chelsea man element of it. It's not a Chelsea the Chelsea man element of it is him stepping towards stepping towards Chelsea, Chelsea fans, Chelsea players and being mesmerised as much as the fans are. Yes, absolutely. And, and that's what he's and, and that's the, the Hudson Odoi thing I think is a great um, you know, you know, he, you know he never had a conversation with Hudson Doy after that racist abri- abuse. You know, these these are things that mean a lot to us as a fan. And one of our players has represented England, and on his England debut, has been racially abused. It's very important to me as a Chelsea fan when I pick up the back of the standard. I'm on my way home from work. Mauricio Sarri's thoughts on that are very important to me. Yeah. He didn't watch the game. Yeah, he said he caught twenty minutes of it. Yeah, that's unacceptable. It, I completely, that is unacceptable. I, exactly, exactly. I mean, I mean, and there's there's loads of there's loads of things. I mean, this is going to become very Chelsea centric, so we won't we won't do it. But we're nine months into his tenure, and he's now just about found his best team. Like he's finally realised that perhaps William shouldn't be starting. He's finally realised that perhaps Marcus Alonso has been having the worst season possible. We've been aware of that since about week six. Yeah, he's not. So that's it. So if I'm if I'm making the case of Sari out, I would go along these lines. I would go, his his behaviour in press conferences have been poor, um, uncontrolled, mm. um, damaging. The Hudson Odoi thing is not ingratiating with a player that Chelsea fans are scared of losing, excited about seeing. Is that well? He nearly left. Do you know what I mean? And under, he, under, he still might do. He still it? might. And, but but I mean, irrespective of irrespective of all these things, mate. On Sunday, I I took my mate's dog out, so I was like mucking about on Hampstead Heath. I didn't mm. really go on social media. By the time I did go on, I was just like, oh my god, like some of the some of the things that were coming through, like they they like, could never repeat. Right. Couldn't bring myself to say the words. Like, but I was thinking. 
like, how can people say these? Like, it'd gone, yeah, yeah it'd gone beyond anything that, mm. that I'd seen before. And I ended up having a chat with Lawrence McKenna, like, just having a, having a conversation with him about it. And he was like, oh, my God. Yeah, because you know. he tweeted himself, didn't he, saying, like, this yeah, he is put getting, a lovely, he's going put, too far. He put a lovely tweet out. Because um, that's the thing people forget as well, that Loz and, you know, Loz loves a debate. He loves, he yeah. really loves uh, the sort of the grey of stuff, like, and really kind of diving into it all. And so any kind of, like, thing that people might misconstrue as maybe frustration in, like, on the kickoff, mm. in terms of your exchange, wasn't that, isn't that at all? Well, this He's is actually just like, this let's is have it. a real talk uh, about absolutely. it. Absolutely. I mean, and, and I think, I don't think it's the same in our, our relationship. I think people who watch the kickoff and generally people who talk to me on Twitter, I think they're aware that we're mates. Mm. But with Lawrence, it's slightly different because me and him spar. And what people don't realise is me and him have been sparring since day dot. Yeah, like yeah. Me and him had a big argument at Fremantle, which we spoke about on something a while ago. Right. Like a big fallout. Yeah. But Lawrence is a dear friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. So you know when I'm getting people that come into Twitter and they go, ah, Lawrence has killed you. Like, I've probably just got off the phone to him, you prick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not that deep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. not that deep. So, but, but yeah, like, like I say, and, and you know, so, I mean, 90, 90% of it I can live with. 10%, well, 9% of it was a bit too strong. And then one, did you see Justin Bieber? A message to Rory Jennings. Right. So it is fair to have your opinion, which you have, but you need to back it up if you're representing all of us. You're supposed to be representing all of us fans and you come out with bullshit such as I'm not a lawyer and re- real Chelsea men want him out. Referring Some to kid did a... He, he was very Bieber-like, but right. Bieber, oh, Bieber was a fuming. Was he, does he look and like he was, he's reading and he's reading yeah, the whole yeah, thing, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> but if you're watching, you have to learn it or put it in your <laughs> yeah. eye line. Yeah, you need an auto cue. Yeah. You can't keep looking it's down. It's like the office, isn't it? Are you reading these? Yeah. Well, yeah. Put it there again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did see yeah. that. I did see so that. So Bieber was fuming, and that, that was sort of a, a, a bit of a bright point during the day, because I found that one quite entertaining. Right. But oh, I didn't understand what you meant by the Bieber thing. I thought oh, you meant a gif or something there when we were chatting yesterday. Oh, right, that makes no. sense now. So yeah, well, so that guy was—I think that was an American dude—and so that's the other. That's thing. the other thing. Yeah, no, yeah, perfect, perfect segue. What happened there was during that during that debate, Brian was asking me what is a Chelsea man. Yeah. And I said I can't remember how the phrasing went, but I said, well, if you if you haven't been to Stamford Bridge on this, your opinion is irrelevant. Mm. That was actually, I think, the catalyst for a lot of this, and. Again, it's just my opinion. So the level of hatred is completely unnecessary. Even if you disagree with me, please don't wish terrible things on my wife. Um, if that's okay. If you don't mind. <laughs> uh, or my nan or you know, anyone else, my friend, James. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but so what, what I meant by that was, I mean, if, if, you don't, if you don't, if you've never been to Chelsea, if you've never been, for me, I don't think you can understand the magnificence of the club. And the only thing that I can liken that to is, I, New York City, if you haven't stood in Times Square, if you haven't gone for a run over the Brooklyn Bridge, mm. if you haven't sat in Sparks' Steakhouse where they ordered the hit on, you know, Paul Castellano, can you fully understand New York City? If you've read it, even if I mean, it's, it's, not a, it's not a slight anybody's knowledge on the club, mm. but if you've read every book there is on New York, until you've, until you've been there, until you've been to the Guggenheim, until you've seen John Lennon in Central Park, can you really understand the fibre of the city? I think, I think in a lot of, it's about, it's about levels with that for me, because I, I think, I think if you care, you care. 
you know, it's like it, it, regardless if you if you've been there or not. Can you have a different it's, understanding of your you know your shrine, your home? Yeah, but does that make your opinion on what's happening on the pitch diff better than someone else's? I think that's a not little on, bit no unfair. on the pitch on the pitch. I wouldn't say so, but when, what, what the reason I said that is because we were talking about the spirit of being a Chelsea man, yeah. and I don't think you can fully understand that unless you've been to Stamford Bridge. Now that's not that wasn't an attack on people who are, f are living abroad, like the Belarus Blues. They fly over mm. six times a season. I have nothing but respect for them. I've had fantastic times and made some fantastic friends following Chelsea in other countries. Yeah. You know, I went on a tour, I went on a pre-season tour to the States. It was fantastic. One of my really good mates who I go to Chelsea with now mm. is a guy called Jay Cohen, who is from Boston. Right. It isn't about where you're from, it's about do you go I, or have I, you been? And, and that, but that's applicable to I, a kid from London. If you, if you the counter-argument for me for that is I go, you know, I obviously go to QPR. I don't like a lot of the QPR fans. I don't like a lot of Chelsea fans. So, so, but, but I don't. Friendship, though. But my my point is, just because you go, the, it, the merit of your opinion isn't isn't of a higher level than someone who's who's watched, you know. But about who the doesn't club. go? Sure, surely, surely, if, surely, you have to understand Shepherd's Bush. Surely, you have to. I, I think there's there so is that element of it, but I don't think I think there's basic. I think there's being reasonable, and there are a lot of QPR fans, a lot of football fans. I I generally the way I describe it is I think there's ten percent of every football club's fans who are morons. I'd say forty. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> and so so for you know for your doppelganger who loves Chelsea but lives in Sri Lanka or wherever. Yeah. For you to totally discount their feelings on something, you could understand why those people would feel threatened and upset by that. For sure, but I, I don't think I did that because if you do live in Sri Lanka and you're my doppelganger, you've probably been to Stamford Bridge. It was it was it was aimed at. It was a very specific. It was a very specific set of uh, conditions that I set. Mm. It was we're talking about fully un fully understanding what being Chelsea means. Not, we're not talking about on the pitch activity. We're not talking about match analysis. We're talking yeah. about being belonging, being part of something. And I don't know that you can fully understand that, having never been down the Fulham Road. If you can, don't get me wrong. If you think you can, more fire to you. Yeah, That's yeah. wicked. Mm. I just I don't see how you can fully understand. It would be like me telling you about, yeah. about the New York Knicks or the Orlando Velociraptors or whatever. I, that. I I don't. Get it? I yeah. don't know. I think as well, also because we're all emotive about our club, mm. that's where you get this fire. Yeah. Because, like, if I was to tell you about your club, you it does it does ignite something in you because you're like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. And so, on a different level, you're feeling that way uh, about that specific group of people, and then that group of people, from their point of view, they you know in their mind. Right, mm. you know, they do, they care about that football club. They just haven't been able to get over there for of whatever course. reason. Okay. So, so they feel emotional about it as well towards you. And that's where yeah. the flames come I know, uh, but, but boy, did the flames light. My God. Well, that's it. I think as well, that that's just, that's the problem with um, Twitter. That's a problem with um, football media as well. That there's like, you know, that's why we have, yeah, okay, look, I get it right or wrong, calm takes. Because mm. you go... Because everyone's so busy getting angry with each other, 
Yeah. Instead of going, okay, cool, that's your opinion. I couldn't disagree well, more. Well, like we were talking about, uh, what was it, like QPR coming back, but we finished, it was 4-3, and I was kind of pleased with the merit of it, and you were, yeah. you were like, well, look, you haven't done it yet. That's your opinion. But that's, that's my, my opinion, opinion. That's your and opinion. that's the it, end of it. But the equivalent would be me then saying, I'm going to set you on fire when I see you. That's the sort of thing Shit. that happened. I was like, what are you talking? What? Because I don't like our manager and you do. And then people were surprised when you block them. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. They're like, why don't you talk to me on Twitter? I think if you look down my Twitter feed, I don't talk to you on Twitter. Mm. I, don't, I don't engage in Twitter. Uh, to be honest as well, like, after that whole conversation, I've, I've even gone, um, I've got to a point where I, if I get any, like, I got any trolls or whatever, or you just I, I got a, a disgusting one yesterday on a video. I was just like, I actually thought of, I thought of you and I thought, I don't need that. No. no and they no, are no. really gone. And yeah. So if you're going to have an actual c- conversation with me, Wicked, like, and why would I block you? That's that's cool. Like, treat me with the respect yeah. that I will inevitably treat you. Yeah. But if you're just gonna, if you're just gonna come on and and throw nonsense at me, yeah. That's exactly that's the best way I can deal with you because what you're after is a reaction. Yeah, I know, I know, absolutely. So it's, I get, I, I get the element of, the, of but, blocking as well. But the thing well. is, as well, you know, like, you don't engage with us on Twitter. You like, he won't. I don't engage. Like, you're my mate. We've never had a Twitter conversation. You know what I mean? Like I don't, no. I don't, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a good platform to have debate because I don't think nuance is understood. I don't think sarcasm is understood. I'm therefore not going to get involved in it because it can yeah. only go wrong. I think it's there's public. an element of road rage as well because you've, you're hidden, aren't you? You're, yeah. you're hiding behind oh, the window well, of the wheel. A, that's another thing. That that's that's almost a guaranteed block. You know when it's it's somebody behind a, yeah. so the, the the photo is Engolo yeah, you know, Kante yeah. oh, right, and right. they're called something like. Rabona Hazard. <laughs> I'm I'm out. I just think you know the 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 level of hatred that can come from that mm. genre of can all of them, but the real fire that is lit often comes from a face. Well, naturally, it's not going to come from a you know. Well, that's it. Uh, so I would say. I mean, I, I'm not speaking for you. I'd be interested. Like you know, if you've had those problems with Rory, have an actual conversation. Well, somebody did. I was at the football the other day. I was having dinner before the game. Uh, we played uh, West Ham. Lad came over from South Africa. He actually said something to me on Twitter. Again, I didn't reply. Like, it's only nice stuff I don't reply to as well. I need to. He came over and he's like, mate, I saw your comments, man. What was that about? I was like, oh, look, sit down. <laughs> sit down. We had a conversation and his, he then sent me a tweet just, mm. like, just saying, I'm not, I'm not, I don't agree with Rory, but I can confirm that he's a really nice bloke and whatever. And I thought, well, this kind of shows you what it, what it is. The, the thing that you see via social media or via whatever medium you're using isn't the reality. So don't threaten to kill someone's 11-week-old daughter. Mental. Yeah, man. That's yeah. horrible. Um, okay. You know, look, one thing I did, because uh, uh, we, we got you guys to sort of tweet in different pieces. I'm just going to read it out. I think probably haven't got time to talk about it too much, but uh, I thought it was interesting. Because uh, back to the football. Uh, Tom Sato at Tom Sato, hashtag can't takes. Uh, anyone who gets genuinely angry about sports entertainers dropping relevant hot takes needs to take a step back and appreciate the art of it. I disagree with about 70 to 80% of what someone like Skip Bayless uh, or Rory says, but I greatly enjoy watching them say it. Chelsea are always going to struggle to embrace most managers as their identity is based on a win-at-all-costs rapid cycle of employment and squad overhaul. This was somewhat okay when you had managers 
like peak Mourinho, who could win trophies in these circumstances. But with what it takes to win the Premier League right now and the managers' players available to them, the club culture and primary systems must be rebuilt from the ground up. To be optimistic about their prospects, the uh, incoming transfer burn is a window for the starting, uh, to starting this rebuild. Yeah. Great uh, comment. Great, great comment. And it's, it's very astute, actually, because I've seen a lot of... Look, I don't think the transfer window is good news. I really don't. I think it's uh, the transfer window ban. Sorry, it's right, good, yeah, it's good news. I think it's really, really bad news for the club. But that that school of thought, that paradigm that suggests actually this could be really good for the club, is quite prevalent. Mm. I disagree. I really do disagree. I don't see how an enforced ban is good news. But yeah. that argument, I think, it might be good for the soul of the club because I think you've had to go down a, a road, understandably, mm. of of explaining in your, ear, your head of like, well, we're getting the trophies, so it's all fine. And I, I, in my opinion, you, you've run out. You've run out of money, you've run out of... Um, the trouble is, though, the trouble is though, mate, if it, if it gets to the stage where, let's say that Hazard leaves, Hazard leaves and Callum Hudson-Odoi is good enough and is staying, what that means is, that means that we've got William and Pedro both on one year left at their... Who, play, who plays on the other side? I know Pulisic is coming in, mm. but, you know, it's, a very, it's an unknown quantity for the Premier League. We could be in a situation where we need to buy someone. We've got, you know, David Luiz coming to the end. We could need I to think buy you someone. Will inevitably, you're always going to need to buy someone. But the, taking that step back might actually make you have a team that you can be proud I'm up of. For, I'm up for doing it. Yeah. I just don't want the. Tra- I want the option to buy. <laughs> right. If it gets I, I, I'd like to win. For, I'd li- like maybe the club should just pretend we have a ban. But then if it's going wrong, buy someone. Panic yeah. buy. Okay. Uh, let's move forward. Um, right. Uh, disappointing headlines time. Very quick. Very very quick. Firstly. Um, I don't know what, how, if we can. Danny Drinkwater, drink driving. No, you're not. Can't, do it. can't. I don't know. You can't, can you? No, you can't. But it is a little bit. It's too easy. Yeah. It's too easy. It's a can't, but also horrific. But it's a little bit. He'll be sacked. I think he'll be sacked from Chelsea. The irony. Uh, also, Chris Pajak getting involved this week in disappointing headlines um, with this. Tottenham and Liverpool in race to sign the Mali and Vardy. <laughs> he then went on to say, look, Vardy's a decent player, but what is, what is going on? The Mali and Vardy. It was, um, I think his name's Morega, a 25-year-old for Porto, striker who's kind of come through it from right. nowhere. Okay. But it's just a Mali and Vardy. I just found that. That was slightly disappointing. Uh, right, let's get some homoerotic pictures. Thank you so much. Oh, whoa. Gotta say, I enjoyed looking at these. Okay. Oh, yeah. I got again. I thought this was part of my trolling, mm. but it wasn't. Who, who are we looking at? So, uh, what thoughts on homoerotic footballer pictures? It, it, can you can you know can you respect oh. the high quality, a, a good looking? May I can I can I, I can a, I can appreciate. Can't sing it anymore. But I, I can certainly appreciate beauty. Sure. So uh, Liam Wright. He's uh, he sent us this one in, uh, let's have a quick look. Initially, just that. What I quite like on Twitter is when you send it through, um, that wasn't totally revealed, right. the picture of And then, oh, okay. really, real deep stretch there. Yeah, I mean, Z- Zidane, Zidane is, he's, he's got that kind of burning... His son's very attractive. But Zidane, for me, never really done it. But he's Zinedine Zidane. He's, he, he also... Because, just because of his aura. The thing of the man he is, he definitely knows how to treat a lady. Do you think? I think yeah. his lovemaking would be disappointing. No, I'm not talking necessarily about lovemaking. <laughs> right. I'm talking just, he pulls a chair out. He, yeah. op- he opens a door. It's a, a tiny thing. He's, he's wearing a Givenchy shirt mm. when he turns up. He's paying. 
Yeah, of course. He's a man. Yeah, he knows yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah, that's true. He's, yeah. He'd be like... She's having a lovely date. She tries to do that. Oh, no, 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 we can split it. He goes, he's just a look, isn't it? He goes... It's not even... Uh, do you know what? I actually think he's better than even that. I think he pays for the bill nonchalantly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's done. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a wink or a nod. It's, 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 it's not even a wink. It's done. She, if, if she's gone to the bathroom, he's paid at that yeah. point. He's done it. But, he, I, but just to be clear, I think Zinedine Zidane is probably not the best at lovemaking. I don't think he puts the effort in. And he's probably got that. Do you ever see the documentary where he's got that toe tap? <laughs> no, has he? <laughs> he has this, like, there was like 16 cameras on him in a Real Madrid game. And what was the most revealing thing of it, probably, he actually gets sent off in the game, is that when he walks around, he has this like toe tap. What, thing? just every time he... Every, as he's walking around, he just has his toe tap. Really? So it's like a, like a twitch? I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like, you know, some footballers like their football well, to I, be I tighter. Can I ask why do you... I, I'm, I'm not on board with this, that he'd be bad at lovemaking. I just, I'm not sure. I think he'd be good. He's got the empathy. I'm not sure he's overly think? tactile. Mate, he's French with yeah. Algerian blood. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's going to be a tiger. Yeah. Actually, he's very, a tiger. Those hips will. Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, let's know. Zinedine Zidane, would he be good at making love? If so, why? Um, another one there, Joey Barton, Ke- um, Kevin Nolan, just tucking in. Yeah, they are, they are besties, aren't they? Besties, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Andy Carroll's in that group as well. Yeah. Who's uh, played his last game for West Ham, it seems. Uh, who's this? Carlos Valderrama. Zimmerman. Uh, and I think that's Naeem. Is that Naeem and, Naeem and Valderrama? That's, for me, that's See, do you know that? too much. Yeah, it's too much. I agree. That's just what I was going to say. Where's the romance? When, do you know who always used to do that? Do you know who was always happy to just, like, I, in my whole life, I've never, ever touched another penis. Right. Have <laughs> you not? Never. Never. Not, not through it. <laughs> not ever. Um... Uh, touching another penis is just, that that's beyond homoerotic. Yeah. That's gay. Yeah, I flicked one. Uh, yeah. It was like a, it was like we. Do you know how ridiculous this is? We made um. We were bored. What, in what the are you summer. flicking? The the tip, the, the nib of the pit. No, the right. Yeah, okay. we we were we were bored, and so let's we were like let's make up a board game. So we made up a board game called Man Games. And like it's a bit like Monopoly, and as you went round, there were different forfeits and things that you had to do. And one of them one was, was one was like you get your bell and flicked. Fuck that! I wouldn't fancy that. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I remember joking, going, he was like, no, I'm no, like no, no. no. And I was yeah. like, I was like oh, don't be, don't yeah. be wet, don't be wet, don't be gay. Because <laughs> when you could say that, which I know, no, it's ridiculous <laughs> and, and inappropriate. But he was like, don't be gay, and he's like, what? Because I'm not letting you. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so yeah, cl- nice try, Finley. But uh, not for me, really, the Valderrama one. Just a little bit... Too much, yeah. Um, and then uh, I think this was... Linda's got this totally wrong. Because this, this is two women kissing uh, at the kickoff of a game back in the day. Um, so it doesn't really work for me. No, because it's not homoerotic. No. It's, it's the exact opposite. It's the exact <laughs> opposite. Um, I don't want any more of that. Please, men only. Uh, Gan Raj Neck Cowie says, "Who do you reckon is the best bum in the Prem?" For me, it's Hazard. So he likes big butts, and he cannot. Lie. <laughs> he could, yeah. like, and he can he, comment. Imagine what he'd think. Imagine what he'd think of Ivanovic. He loved. Did he have a big bum, did he? Ivanovic. Yeah. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. Baby got back. Really? Yeah. <laughs> was it? Um, was it sort of? Was it pert as well? If Ivanovic used a lot of Ivanovic's. Skill and and brilliance as a footballer came via his his pesh his pesh Pesh. yeah his pesh was because also it gave him he'd use it to manoeuvre he'd keep people off the ball with it right but also 
the power of the glutes. Sure. He'd jump up, he'd win everything in the air. Right. I am, um, so Hazard, that got 10 likes, that comment. So I think a lot of people like Hazard's Aguero. bum. Aguero. Aguero's got a good bum. Kenny Dalglish, known for his bum. Uh, Luke Shaw, someone replied with as well, has, has quite a big bum. Yeah. Although um, we get, we're going down a road here where we're just going to name slightly, slightly, slightly overweight footballers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> um, let us know. Best bums in the Prem. I'm trying to think. Not really much else springs mm. to mind. Um, Ivanovic. I'm, not, I'm more of a thigh man than a bum man. Well, the trouble is we're playing football in a bad era for you. Yeah. You don't, you don't see, people wear shorts now. People wear socks to there and shorts to there. You. Because that, that's what I was saying, you know, let's, let's go down the annuals as well because I think there's some real quality out there in terms of the homoerotic pictures that we can find and share together. But I think the mid-80s... John Barnes had terrific thighs. Oh, incredible thighs. I think the mid-80s is a real treasure chest, so go down that road, guys, and uh, tweet me at James Alcott, a double It's when people used to wear proper shorts. When shorts were short. It was short as you, short yeah, you know, you're a huge advocate of the short shorts. I do like a short short. I don't understand a Bermuda short. Do you know what I think we're doing? I think the trend's coming, right? That, do you remember the mid-90s where they got really baggy? Yeah. I think we're going to go back down that road. Baggy's on. And well, baggy's you're, on pioneering you're pioneering it. You're pioneering it. Starting yeah. with me, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, uh, just checking in. I've, I've been uh, signing at a game, sorry. I've been pushing this for a while. I want the, do you remember Save Chip on Soccer AM? Yes. And they had the Save yes. Chip signs. Oh I did that my myself God. and got on Soccer AM, which I was quite proud of. Anyway, I want a just checking in sign. And we have got one. At, at a match? Not at a match. I will reveal next week of the first ever just checking in sign, which was at a very high profile event. Um, but I, I'm sorry, Rory, but I've got to share that one with our boy Flav. Okay. Um, but get out there at football games. The dream is that it's in the highlights package when the goals are scored. So get, get next to the goal, because this is what I did. Get your sign ready. Just checking in. White bit of paper. Black writing. Bosh. And the goal happens. I want it. That. Is that will be huge? Be I think it's going to happen. Let's as well. start it. I have Let's faith get it going. I'll be buzzing. Uh, right, uh, Linda H, who got homoerotic pictures, totally wrong. <laughs> and if I'm wrong in that, I apologise. I said just checking in. Uh, like the homoerotic photo, uh, photos bit. Personally, don't care as much about how. <laughs> oh yeah, we're talking about sexy time and how. So Flav was saying that sex, um, you think it's gone on for like ages, like forty minutes or whatever. But actually, it's about 15 minutes because you're caught in the sort of sex trance. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm fully aware of my own limitations. <laughs> I, I know exactly how long it lasts. Oh, really? Yeah, Have yeah. you timed it? No. Some people had timed it and then uh, let us know last no, week. You can't do that. Well, you've got to do it discreetly. Right, yeah, so you one guy look at like, the clock as yeah, you... Yeah. Or just go... Yeah. And kick it off. Um, anyway, Linda said... Uh, we asked uh, what do women think about this one because we've got our ladies list of course. Uh, Linda, who's on that list. Uh, personally, I don't care as much about how long penetration goes on for. Full play and build-up, way more important. This was an extra fun one, lads. Um, so, yeah, there you go, guys. Little tip there. Um, Flames advice. First of all, Brian Gitchum, he wanted to ask you this. How do you feel about the advice that you gave Bagel Guy last time you were on this podcast? Can you remember? Mm, can you remind me? So Bagel Guy was getting schmeared. I remember, yeah, I remember, and I remember the story. And he tried to ask her out. And I said, leave it. So leave it, mate. How I don't know if you, yeah, obviously you don't listen to the pod. Oh, okay. But he, he actually, long story short, he's now with the girl. Stop it. Yeah. And I told him to leave it. Because the week after, Flav was like, come on. No, one last go. Have one last go. And uh, it, it was because he had given it a bit of a go, but she wanted, um, she wanted to set him up with his friend. Right. Her friend, sorry. Well, anyway. I feel I feel awful. Anyway, they're together now. See, do, do you know what? Do you know what? 
of everything that we've discussed today, the only person who has a legitimate reason to hate me and troll me is bagel, bagel Guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, if Bagel Guy, if you want to send me hate, I won't even block you. You're yeah, completely yeah. welcome. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, bagel Guy, uh, update please, mate. Just let us know how you're getting on with this, this girl, because you know, that was a nice story and possibly could be our first um, Flames Advice marriage. Which a bit like blind date well, back in the day, you know, Silla would go to the marriage. You'd have to be invited. Be oh, it'd have to be. You'd have to be invited. Be so good. Would uh, you right. Go? Would you, if you were invited to the marriage, I'd go. Would you go? I'd definitely go. I think me and Flo would have to go <laughs> and like film it, do a vlog or something, because people like so invested in it. It'd be amazing. Uh, thank you for your flames of advice. Um, let's do a couple now, and then that will be the end of this week's podcast. Um, hit the like button if you haven't done it yet. Tom Freeman, first time checking in, lads. Flames advice. I've been talking to this girl for a while now. She's a very attractive girl and she apparently likes me as well. Normally, I'd simply seal the deal. However, it's come to my attention that my best mate also finds her extremely attractive. I'm very worried that if I go in for the kill, my best mate and I may fall out badly. Should I ever talk with him? Just go for it or what? I'd appreciate some help, lads. Love the pod. Cheers. Hmm. Thoughts, Rory? Have you ever been in this situation? Surely. I think most blokes have, are they not? Yes, but I'm still reeling from Bagel Guy. <laughs> I don't think I'm... You get it wrong, mate. It's fine. It's good. Love conquered. Yeah, it's exactly. Matters, really. Yeah, I don't know if I should be giving advice at Oh, moment. come on, mate. This is the whole point of it, mate. You, you're, look, it's all worked out, isn't it? Happily married. Okay. Actually happily married. And lovely child as well. Life's good. Okay. You know, what's, what's his, what, what, what exactly is he looking for from me? Here? He wants to know, does he tell... So me and you both fancy the same girl. Yeah. Okay, or he thinks that. Do I talk to you and go, look, mate, fancy this girl, gonna give it a go, or does he just go for it? No, he should or definitely have he the conversation. He should have the conversation with his friend, and then depending on who he wants to be, he can seize the moral high ground, or he can allow his friend to have the moral high ground. One of you should concede. Right. So it, what I would say, if me and you were both single, both mm. not married, and both fancied the same girl, mm. I would say to you, I would, if I liked her loads. I would say it in a way that I th- hoped would make you let me have Back down, yeah. I'd say, oh, I, I just think this girl is wonderful. I don't know if I could live without her. And that would force you to say, <laughs> right, oh, right. I kind of think she's all right. That's good, but yeah. I kind of think she's all right, but if you feel mm. like this, you should have her. Equally, if you're not that keen and you know your mate is, yeah. let him say that to you and then you look like a great friend. Yeah. Oh, right. Fine, you can have her. You know, I would never get between. You know, our friendship is worth. That's great advice. That's really good advice. Well done. I've pulled come it back. Pulled it come back. back. Good. I, I can't really add to that. I think that's bang on. And also, that your mate will really, regardless of regardless the of how it goes, he'll really right appreciate thing. it. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah, yeah, true. Uh, right. Uh, next one is this. Nathan, like this one. This was a few weeks back. All right, I was just checking in. I was wondering if you could hook me up with some Flames advice. At the end of last year, I got a job at a cinema, and basically since then, I've met a lot of females. But there is a particular female who we shall call Beyonce, that I really like, and uh, I'm pretty sure she likes me too. We had a work Christmas party in December and we kissed, but that same night I drank a lot of whiskey and ended up throwing up on my manager and her. Oh mate, what have you done? Since then, we haven't spoken outside of work, but when we speak in work, if I feel like she still likes me. But I've heard her talking about other lads to co-workers, and it's a really confusing situation. P.S. When she walks past me, she touches my shoulder. Maybe it's just what she does, or maybe I'm just pleasing to touch. P.P.S. I think I've... I think after the fake reveal, we need... Oh, that's something different. Don't worry. So... Oh, this is fine. She yeah. likes him. 
She's still single. She's talking about other... She's dating, but that's fine. Do you know what? I've said it so many times, I can't believe I haven't said it on the podcast before. Vomit happens. Are you okay about that? I vomit a lot when I'm drunk. I'm not okay about vomit. Really? No. I'm vomiting on her? Was, when, it, was it like... When he, when, he, when he said that, I just thought, oh, mate. <laughs> but was it like mental amounts? You know when it's like... Mm. Or the, was the, it like specs? I think irrespective though, James, there's no glamour in vomiting. Irrespective of the volume. Yeah, you say it. that all the time. Yeah, you're not... You, nobody <laughs> looks Because I'm good. always like, look, guys, vomit happens. And you're like, well, there's, there's no, no glamour in vomit. There's no glamour in vomit. <laughs> um, it, uh, he's, he's let himself down. Because he... He'd done it. Yeah, but you know, you get in the touch. She's breaking the touch barrier. Is she naturally flirty? It sounds like she might be because of the chat amongst uh, the other co-workers. She might be, um, she might be chatting about that to other co-workers but to try and make you a bit jealous. The fact, the fact that she's previously, nice. the fact that she's previously kissed him means that there's something. Yeah. But I don't, he has, he has nothing to lose now. There's no reason for him to not just say, can I take you out for dinner? I, I agree. I think often the advice is always the same. Don't get sick, though. Yeah. <laughs> Go steady. Drive. You drive. <laughs> no, do not drink, especially not whiskey, because you can't do that again. Yeah. Like, for, for ages. Like, even if you end up together, you can't vomit again for a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. you got to, yeah, you got to be... You've got to be married. Vomitless. <laughs> yeah. Love that film. Yeah, you've got to be married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I would go for it, you know, and if she says no, this is often the advice that we give to all these guys. It's that, you know, the fear of it's much worse than the actual act of it. And at least you have a conclusion at the end of it. I find it so funny that me and you today, and you and Flav generally, are giving lady advice. <laughs> We think we, we are. About, we're about. Yeah, what you want to do? <laughs> we think we are. It's just, mate. It's just, it's just lads having a me, chat. Isn't it? Me, you, and Flav. Right, lads. All this happily, is how, all happily with people. This is what you want to do. <laughs> completed it. <laughs> completed it, mate. Completed it, mate. <laughs> uh, we'll finish on this final one. Uh, hi, Flav and James. I'm Rory. Thank you. This is James Allen. Uh, firstly, congrats on the new studio. It looks incredible. Now for my problem. <laughs> Clever. Uh, I've been talking to this girl for a few months now. And I'm taking her to my school formal. And I definitely like her. But I'm not sure if she feels the same. I'm sometimes left on the dreaded read. You know, what's that? By her sometimes. But that could just be down to her busy sporting commitments. Like, for example, mm. I live in Australia, but she's currently in Colorado skiing and training with potential Olympians. She's probably okay, got so a good body busy. then. She's busy. Uh, I plan on asking her out after the formal because I, if I ask her before and she says no then I would be immensely awkward at the formal. Although a part of me wants to know how she feels as soon as possible. Another part of me believes that the worst will happen and that she'll straight up reject me. This is the first time in which I've had a distinct possibility at a relationship, but I don't want to fuck it up. If there's anything, anyone who can help me, then it's you two fine men. Fuck you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for all the last, all by the, the way. the people in all the world, these are the two you choose. Mate, this guy's this guy's up against it. He's in the worst situation. His head's all over the place. Also, <laughs> she's in Colorado. He's in Australia. Currently, she's not. I'm sure she'll come back. She'll come back. My worry. I have a worry for this guy. Mm. It's not. Just think about her life in Colorado. Oh mate, I can see him watching this now. Sorry. Poor bloke. He, she's gonna be. Imagine. Imagine the. Isn't Aspen in Colorado? Yeah. So imagine what. Imagine the people. I've been to Colorado actually. She's going to be having such a good coach football time. Yeah, home uh, to the Rapids. Sure. 
Yeah. Um, I know who I, that's who I coached for. I coached for MLS camps. Did you really? Oh, what? Did you do Camp America? Uh, MLS camps is a different one. Well, how, with, when you were how with old? With MLS. Uh, I was 20. Really? Mm. Yeah, it was amazing. Brilliant. It was amazing. Uh, so I would, I understand why he's struggling here, bud. This guy, this guy's distance is tricky. This isn't good. Yeah, it doesn't feel good, does it? I think, first of all, I think I can, I can smell your desperation from, from the words. And I don't mean that in a horrible way. I mean that this is, uh, the fact that you said. I mean that in, oh, what a lovely desperation. <laughs> no, no, I mean that like, no, you're, you seem like you're clearly a lovely guy and you don't, you're not co- overly confident at this moment in time. And that's, that's a bit of a shame because I'm sure you're fantastic, right? This is the first time in which I've had a distinct possibility at a relationship and I don't want to fuck it up. I think the problem you've got is she's, she's out there and she's having a great time. Okay? She's living her best life. She's living her best life. <laughs> and she's probably with hunky, hunky skiers with big six packs. quads. And, yeah, and yeah. great quads. And, yeah, so I would, I, I understand why you're fearing the worst. I think you need to completely forget about her until she's back down under. <laughs> Good way of putting it. Completely. I, I would agree with that. Um, I'd be intrigued to know what's what's her plans after all of this. Because is, is she going to go end up in Colorado? Look, I get that. I, I get that the heart wants what it wants, and you're excited by this girl. Also, but if she's there's more. If she's blue ticking you, if she's reading your WhatsApps and not replying, her busy schedule wouldn't. St- if Brad Pitt texts, she'd reply. You're texting back, aren't you? Yeah. I, I think What's it his might. name? His name's James. James. I'm sorry. You what? Have to, You're so... N- oh. You have to move. Do you know what, mate? Do you know what I would say? She I would say don't ask her out. Concentrate on the formal. Don't ask her out now. No, no. Well, she that's who he's asking. He's no, mate. Now. now. Or when she gets back. Are you saying let's just... You can't I can't ask her out now. You're not it. on the same continent. Yeah, exactly. One, you got to do it face to face. Two, don't... Just be easy with the, easy with the text. Stay breezy. Stay breezy, bud, because nothing's going to happen until you get back. God knows what's going on out there. Don't want to make you feel bad. if they follow bad. each other on Instagram, because if they do, if she's like watches your stories, what you need to do is be having the best time. That's nice. Yeah. That's a good shout. Yeah, have a look at your story, see if she's having a watch. If she is, then, then that's good. There's a little, um, there's a little ploy. When you, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. When you walk into a club, um, there was a there was a thing about. Did you ever read the book, The Game? Yes, with the negs and all that. Negs and all yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, a lot yeah. of it is absolute bollocks. Yeah. But one thing that is quite good about it, it's, it's almost like social proofing. I think it's called. Is that when you walk into a club and you're with your mates, make sure you're smiling and laughing, having the best time of your life. <laughs> and the, and the, the, that similar idea can translate to Instagram stories if you're worried about it. So just get the, on the Instagram stories and make sure they're like, yeah. you're having an amazing time with men, maybe women as well. Yes, well, I think what we need, I mean, this is the most, this is the most uh, balanced one. Like, you know, this is, the, this, this is up for grabs. It's up for grabs. This is yeah, a debate. Yeah, yeah. I think what we need, and sadly I won't be here to find out, but I'll watch, we need more information. Do you think? Do you follow each other on Instagram? Are yeah. you in touch? Yeah. Like, what's. How what's long going is she on? away for? Yeah. Is she coming back? And once she's back, is she staying? Have back? you any plans to be in Colorado? When are you next likely to see each other? Yeah. You've left us. Yeah. You, you haven't provided us with all the tools that we need. Love it. Yeah. James, we need more, I'm afraid. Um, so, Instagram, what's the deal with that? You've got about a week to figure that out. 
Um, when is she back? When she's back, is that the end of it? Is she going to be back for a while? Is she going off to university? If so, where? Can you ski? If so, yeah. you know what you need to do? Go, yeah, yeah, you need to start practising, mate. Yeah, which isn't easy in Australia, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how she's even got over there. How she yeah, got yeah, All people. <laughs> Madness. Uh, so lots Must of unanswered questions. Ski, so. I, I like that, Rory. That's a good point. We're going we're gonna to have to park this one for now. Make sure you update James Allen, please. Uh, let us know more detail and we'll, we'll pick this up next week. Um, that's it for another podcast. Thank you so much to the boy, Rory. Be Thank nice you. to the guy. <laughs> Fuck me. It's not worth it. It really isn't worth it. Um, if you're new to the podcast, then um, subscribe on iTunes for us. Subscribe to this channel. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Homerotic pictures. Calm takes. Get in the comments right now. Go follow Rory on Twitter because there's a bit of drama there. <laughs> it's worth it. At Chelsea Rory, right? At Chelsea Rory. There you go. Uh, we'll see you next time.